When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. A couple months ago, I traveled to Baltimore and visited the locations that are of importance in Sister Kathy and Joyce's case. Gemma and I met up with many people you have heard from already, and a few you will hear on a future podcast. Be aware that this audio was recorded while we were walking and talking along the streets. It was pretty windy, so I apologize ahead of time for the noise from wind and passing vehicles. This is Billy's niece, Sharon. Gemma and I met up with her on Monumental Avenue, where she showed us the home where her grandmother raised her father and his brothers, including Billy. Next to the home is the very woods Sister Kathy's body was discovered in. Very different. It was pristine white. That porch was a beautiful gray. It was clean. It was just very different than what it is now. And it seemed to me, because I was a little girl, it was huge, like a castle. But when I look at it now, it's funny. But uh, none of that was there. There was a garage, I don't know if it's still there, on the other side of the driveway. It was a freestanding garage that my grandfather used as a shop, mechanic shop. My father used to have show cars and things like that, so I guess that's what they did in there. But all this stuff was not here in the back. Seems to me the woods were a lot thicker than they are now. This could have been logging could have gone on in there or whatever. Maybe it's just thinned out, I don't know, but, or maybe it's just my memory, but it seemed to be a lot thicker. The only thing here was this house. All of that going that way is since we lived here. There were two little boys who lived in this house that we used to play with, and that was about it, and some kids up the street that were our age. That's basically it. So it's my family home. How far away from here was Kathy from? Would you say it is a, is it a half a mile, a quarter mile? quarter mile. It's up the street and around. I measured the distance from the home Billy grew up in to the location Kathy was left. It's almost 1,000 feet, or 0.18 of a mile. In fact, if you were to walk from this house through the woods in a straight line to the back of the Smith shop, Kathy was found almost exactly on the halfway point in the woods. Remember Sharon's dad saying, we killed a woman and put her behind the shop. This is what I was talking about. When we were doing the podcast, I'd never met Gemma, and I never knew where she was found. I asked Gemma, show me exactly where she was found, and she pointed to that tree. And I literally walked up to that tree, and I go, that way. And I don't know why Uh, I said it. Yeah, I don't know why I said it. So then we got in the car, and we drove here and got out, and we talked to the man here. He was like, oh, yeah, when I bought this place in the 80s, I was told she was found right there. And he pointed to, like, where all that big equipment is right now. So I went and I stood on a rock there and I was like, oh my God, are there railroad tracks? And I realized I was looking at the back of my grandfather's shop. You literally can see it from where those tractors are sitting. 
But that is not where she was found. She was found here. And that's why I asked. That's good. Yes. Oh, this. Okay. Yep. I can imagine that. Awesome. Yeah, not oh. this was just new and since a year that Gary and I were here. Look at all that bugs. Yep. <laughs> no, none of this here. This was all wood. And you told me it was just right here. This is a, this was all clear. Yep. Oh. There was a house at the bottom here. So if you can just imagine looking at the other side of the hill now of where we just were. That house was right there. And Havani was found right there, which is really. The guy that owned this property like a million years ago, his name was Smuck, Smuck Dunn. And there were uh, was containers of something under the ground that nobody knew about until all this was turned over. And so there were all these like violations and wearing metal C stuff. Now there's a dog kennel here. I bet those dogs have two heads. <laughs> Weird stuff. I oh, wouldn't no. want to live here. Yeah. But when we actually walked in, it was past the last house on the, that was on the left. And then they, then the wood starts, and then across from the sand and gravel, there's a dried way. Well, that would fast. make the 100-yard theory make more sense. And then in the woods. So the plaque that Jean's family put faces the road. And you can actually see it in the road. Yeah, it was very busy down here. I'm sure that we can't. So if they walked in that sideway, then they would be getting on that, that crest of that hill, right? Or you think there was another hill? I'm just so confused by that. It all looks different. Right. This is all grown now. We moved from the woods to in front of the Schmitz family's old shop. So I remember talking to a guy that has a shop down there, and he didn't remember it, but you wouldn't have come at it from this side. Right. Because of the railroad tracks. And now 95 also, right? Yeah. Cuts through. Two sections. Right. You can see the. But back in the day, my mom says, when boys, meaning my father and his brothers, when they were teenagers and young men, my mother said they used to drag race back here along the railroad tracks. So I guess there's always been like a dirt road. This was high activity for my family. It's an area they are very familiar with. Yeah, that was my grandfather's shop. And literally out the back door of the shop, you look straight up the hill. It's where I was standing when you all came down and were. That's where I thought she was found. The bottom of. Yep. We kept going down the bottom. Still read that. Yep. So it is close. And wait till you see the apartment. What you have to do from here to get to the apartment, you're going to be like. <laughs> and where Billy's apartment was right. compared to where the car was. This conversation happened in the car. On the way to Kathy's carriage house apartment, keep in mind driving from the location she was found back to where she was abducted and her car returned isn't a direct route. It's full of many twists and turns onto smaller roads. But what are the chances that Billy lives next to Kathy and Russ, tapping a dump cap behind the shop? That Billy's dad owned. If Kathy was never moved, this would have been the opposite of the route they would have taken to dump her. Because we're heading to Carriage House Apartments now, which is where they would have picked Sister Kathy up our car. And it kind of didn't make much sense to me. Is the two hunters that found her said they were hunting in that wooded area, found her. There's not really much animals by. They could have been hatching the squirrels. But that doesn't seem... Another weird thing is they were not from this part of Baltimore. So really? they traveled a oh. while to get over here. So they went to that particular area. Yeah. Wow. I know Jim, I was... Beans. They were hired or paid to discover the right. body or possibly... Right. Either given some money to, or the police realized, because we believe that Scannell was involved. He was buddy-buddy with Maspel. Scannell's the officer, the responding officer. Right. So it's possible if the dad's a sex offender, 
But they're all about it. Hey, you can do this and we won't. We'll make sure that you're not. Just call for it. He pulled up outside the carriage house apartments, possibly in a location Billy could have parked along the street across from his apartment. Well, that was mild for Bill right there. Kathy's yeah. was right there. And her car was returned. Right where that, see where that yellow curb is, where it's a yeah. driveway now? Right there. That's where the car was sitting. That's okay. what you pictured in the newspaper. Okay. See the car that's parked along the sidewalk? Yeah. Okay. If Jerry parked where we are, and there were cars parked parallel there, he would not necessarily have seen the car sticking out. Because it was not sticking out any farther than the width of that car. It was not sticking out into traffic. So I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. Where's Kathy's apartment, though? Around right on there. the other side. But this was Billy's in this building. So this far. used to be open. You used to be right. able to walk through here. You can't See go those through things now. like that. Right. Those were all there. that was, it was open. We could walk up and around. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that everybody who's saying they would have seen the car. Right. Michelle Stant lived in that lantern court. Oh. I know. Michelle Stant lived there. She did at the time. And she came to the nun's house because some of her friends were playing music with the nuns. And she came over to see the nuns, which is around on the other side, but you can get here. And the school up here, where all these kids are coming from, is the one that Edgar just trolling girl. So it's all so close. So close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And although we had to jump over a couple of exits on the beltway as the crow flies, it's very close. Yeah. Yep. So we can go up and around with Sharon. Yeah. Hey, Sharon. Yep. Nobody else got the email about wearing black boots today. Oh, we, good. I know. At least we stand, but I like yours better than mine. I like those heels. These are so cheapy. You want to go up and around? Yeah. Yes, you yeah. And just like Abby says in the documentary, that's the school where Edgar was cruising. Oh, so wow. look at that. Yeah. And that's where Russell taught. Right. So God. Kathy took the car to school. Yeah, and she and walked. Well. Yeah. And that's school. Right. So their parking spaces would have been here, around here. Where so you can see under the cover of dark, five, five sprints. And, yeah. and he wouldn't have parked in Kathy's spot. Kathy right. would have parked over here, right? Yeah, I think yeah. five was hers. Right here? Yeah, I think five was hers. When Pat Gilner moved in with Russell like and talked shape. about being afraid, well, she said here. she'd get her like book bag and stuff and run to the apartment because right. she had to run around. Wow. So this was her apartment right here, that half under the ground. In our ongoing journey, dissecting real-life mysteries, I've found a perfect companion in a game that not only captivates, but also lets me step into the shoes of a detective in the glamorous 1920s, June's Journey. As someone who's delved deep into the game, playing through the intriguing scenarios of June Parker, I can personally vouch for its immersive experience. In June's Journey, you unravel the mystery of June Parker's sister's murder. Each scene is a visual and intellectual puzzle with hidden clues scattered across beautifully crafted locations. What I've enjoyed most is the depths of the storyline. Each chapter peels back a layer of this thrilling narrative, revealing danger, mystery, and romance. Besides the allure of solving mysteries, the game lets you design and customize your own luxurious estate island. Building my estate has been a delightful escape, offering a creative break from the intense narratives we tackle on the podcast. For those of you who enjoy the blend of history, mystery, and narrative depth we explore on this podcast, June's Journey offers a chance to live out those elements in a beautifully interactive setting. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android, and join me in this ongoing quest to uncover hidden truths and solve complex mysteries. She was the end. If somebody just gave you those facts and nothing else. So which one was Billy's? He was the one. That's what I thought. And behind Billy's apartment is the 
Thursday. Yes, and this used to be a what? After we left the carriage house apartments, we met up with Joyce's two brothers, Don and Pat Malecki. At the location her car was discovered, on the day after she disappeared. No, th- this is all new. Okay. This, this was like, this was called Boone Town for a reason. That's, what does that mean? It's just a Boone Town. Yeah, right. it's just something that's been around This, this was all stores all the way up the road. Okay. Yeah. Because I talked to John Benham, the, the cameraman. I think you've met him, right? When they came to your house? Okay, yes, yeah, yes, John yes, 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 from yes, Baltimore. Yes, yes. And he said, it's the pink wall and the parking lot. And this is your address. Okay. He said, was, I thought, he said, the convenience store where Joyce bring guys found his spot. But well, like I say, this, from here on, this is all new. What, tell me what's new. This building? On the other side. Okay, it's, it's what's all- this place? It obviously wasn't built back right. in the original. Oh, it's been 49 years. Yeah, I know, but long that old. Old. wait, you're not that old. <laughs> I thought you had your 29th birthday not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. And you just heard stories when you found them. I'm just glad to see you. Okay, now, who all is going? Waiting for one more car. Right, okay. and that's it. But I do want to. Can you talk to us a little bit about, if, you're, if it's not upsetting for you, about, I know Joyce had a process when she was going to see her boyfriend of calling her. Pat has some things he would like to explain to you okay. how it worked going on to a military base and talking to somebody 49 years ago. I right. couldn't tell you what it is now. And he has some concerns about what we heard. Her flowers and whatever. Heard from us? Different throughout. Remember, we've been through some meetings. Yeah. And we went, left me with, with the FBI agents. Okay. And the Baltimore County cold case. Okay. You came to one at my house. Right. That, yeah. That, that was okay. Yeah. Okay. No, what I'm saying is we just heard, and you start thinking, you know, how things, okay. you know, were and whatever. And then you hear some different things. And Pat can elaborate on this was the call that we were at a meeting. This wasn't, you weren't at this particular meeting, but he said that they had proof that she made a phone call from this phone booth to her boyfriend, but that didn't happen. He, even the okay. FBI verified, he said, no, no way, it didn't happen. No phone call? Nope. No. Okay. Now, now the, the theory was that she pulled in here to use the phone booth. Okay. No. Okay. I was telling Daryl that uh, in 1967, Baltimore had riots. At the time, Joyce was working in Baltimore, Washington Boulevard. Okay, where was she walking? We were. Was it a paper company? I said a liquor store. I heard that. Yeah. Once again, it's a great bar. (laughs) (laughs) Been having a lot of them lately. Don't laugh because your time's coming. (laughs) Getting back to what I was saying. Yeah, go ahead. Was why was her car here? Okay. Okay. In 67, we had to ride. She was working in Baltimore. Right. She was using my Barracuda to go back and forth to work. Okay. Who switched cars with her lab? No, this, no. this was way before. This, this we'll get oh, to that. Okay. This I'm sorry. Before. She was using my Barracuda to go back and forth to work. Yeah. Because uh, he was worked at the Coast Guard yard with my father, and he was, they were car born. Sure. Which street were you on in? Williamstown? Yeah. Laverne. Laverne. Okay. That's one that has some of the older individual homes on it, right? They're all It's old. not like in middle of fans. Getting back to what okay. I was saying. <laughs> Tell me try to keep your mouth shut down. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard. Start raising your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I'll, I'll keep you in tell. Okay, I'll stand here and be good. I got, and like I said, she was going back and forth to Baltimore. In my Barracuda, I borrowed a double-barrel shotgun. I put two rounds in. And the back seat of the Barracuda flipped down. I put the shotgun with the two rounds in there. The breach was open. And I covered it. And I said, if anybody tries to attack you, 
Don't even think about it. Just grab that thing. Don't worry about windows and whatever. But the thing that I got in her head was lock your doors. Okay. Now, this happened in November when she found a car here. Why was she here? Joyce didn't drink. She didn't use a phone booth. There is no phone booth. Okay. The only thing that I'm thinking is that it's possible that she pulled in here because she was pulled over. Maskell's brother was in the police department. He had all them cops on his side. So if that's the case, if she pulled in here, then she would have opened her window or unlocked her door if the cop asked for whatever. Right. That's my theory. Then the fact that uh, the tire marks were found at the scene where she was, my father's two tire tracks. Oh, I didn't know they that. Matched. Okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, the police have still got his tires because they took the tires off. That's what I heard anyway. That was from the FBI agent. Yes. Yeah, like I said, we had some meetings. We had yeah. two FBI agents that were put on the case. We had Baltimore County cold right. case, whatever her name was. Of course, we haven't heard anything. Robin. Yeah. Yes. And right ahead. The other thing that I remember was that this was a bar. This building right here. Yeah. Okay. The police interviewed everybody that was at that bar, the, the bar owner. The bar owner said he remembers seeing my father's car here when he come out to smoke a cigarette. When he left that night, the car was still here, but it was parked in a different spot. Okay. So that's why uh, right. apparently they took the car over right. to where she, her body was right. found. And the other thing, too, that I wanted to bring up with you, and I don't know if you were aware of it, but the lawyer who represented the girls that were abused, okay? Suitor. She wanted to talk to Darlene, my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our sister. Because <laughs> I got my train of thought I, I, he was real easy too. When she when Darlene and her husband got there, she took Darlene into another room and asked her if she had been molested. And she said no. But she asked, Why do you ask? One of the women who were abused told the lawyer that she overheard Maskell, or uh, Joyce, telling Maskell, if she ever touched my sister Darlene, I'm going to turn you in. Now. Darlene wasn't even in the family yet, was she? Of course she was. Oh, wait. Oh, Darlene. Okay, Darlene. I'm thinking of Diane. Sorry. Darlene came to my house with you guys. Mary. Okay. Mary, you're right. Okay. But that. Why that wasn't brought out, I don't know. Because the lawyer knows who she talked to, and if she actually heard Maskell or Joyce saying something to Maskell, mm. there's a connection right there between the two of them. Because so, they kept saying with Joyce, there was no connection with Maskell. Right. So anyway, but Darlene was how much younger than Joyce? Two years. Okay, two so or three maybe years. She two or three was, years, yeah. And she went to Keo. No, oh, no, she did not. No. Okay, St. Clements. But, but Maskell was living in Lansdale, right. down the street from where we lived. Yep. To, that? And she, he was mm-hmm. doing... Two streets over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was doing, I guess it was uh, Sunday services or something, because the father always made us go. I need to ask you about... Okay, I talked to a young woman who said her sister was one of Joyce's best friends. And that she used to watch Joyce and her sister get ready to go out, put makeup on and stuff. Like, was there a house next door that her friend or somebody lived in? The girl's name might have been Donna. Donna Noritel? No? And she said that they used to make fun of Maskell while they were getting dressed to go out. And they'd be, like, like, imitating him and making faces and stuff. And so she knew that Joyce didn't like it. But she also told me that, and I assumed this was accurate, that when Joyce would pick up her boyfriend on the base, 
she would go to she would call him from here he would get ready she would pull up in front of his barracks beep two times and he would come out and the night that she disappeared there was a two-time beep and he came out and nobody was there does that make any sense to you a couple things when here before i was cut off (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, by somebody. Really <laughs> Can you tell he's the oldest brother? Oh, yeah. brother. Yeah. Nothing, oh, is that how it is? Nothing changed. <laughs> no, you asked about the car, how she wound up with the car. I worked at Gino's. It's like a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Before you mm-hmm. Which it's, one did you work at? On Papsville Avenue. Okay, I know that one. And it's not, it's not terribly far because a couple of times I had to walk home. home. Yeah. But this particular night, I had taken my parents' car. And she drove up because she had a, an old Pontiac. It was old. And wherever she was born, she probably felt better. Or, like safer. And yeah, in the, the newer car. Uh-huh. And because it was only two, two years old. And she came up and said, do your switch? I said, no well, matter what. You're going to go home, yeah. yeah. And that was that's how that came about. No more, no less. You know what? People were making a huge deal over that on the, on the internet. They're like, what's the big secret about why Joyce traded cars? And, yeah. like, and you, one me, of you told me that was Yeah, right. believe me. Like I say, her car was old. But it, it was, I'm sure it was trustworthy. If you're going shopping in that time of year, why not take it? And nobody even cared. Also, I was looking through some of our stuff at home, our paperwork. Mm-hmm. A wife, Diane, went to Keo, okay? She's my contact. I know, but she can type faster. Yeah, very good. Okay, she can T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
KSM break. That sounds familiar. That's what happened in Kathy's case. Yeah. That the car that was returned, Kathy's car, the person did with both. They did did say that. And like I said, they found the fire tire tire tracks at the scene. Now, we still have that outstanding FOIA request that's five years old that Abby submitted to the FBI. And they're still saying it's awaiting an analyst. But we talked to Gary Childs, who's the, de- mm-hmm. the detective. He was one, And he said that there w- he didn't tell us what, but he said that the FBI or somebody had met with you guys and had given you, returned some jewelry, no, no, maybe? or never got that. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Oh, we, we got never been returned. Because they were asking us if we had anything. Now, this was a, a long time ago. That had Joyce. No, mm-hmm. we did. There was nothing mm-hmm. exchanged. He also said, and since he said it to all of us, I can say it to you. Yeah, you, that, can say what, you can say whatever right, you want. That, that the FBI told them that after 25 years, they destroy a I, lot of I stuff. Okay. But Gary knew uh, an FBI agent, correct me if I'm wrong, that went and found the slides from when she, her body was recovered. To see what was under the slides, mm-hmm. right? And most, but of, not from the FBI. Where did he yeah, say it came from? from the medical, yeah, from the yeah, medical yeah, examiner. Yes, yes. So you already know this. So they looked at the slides, and this guy who was looking at them. Well, what did you say about the fingerprints? They're trying to extract DNA from the fingerprints. We heard that. From the ink. Yes. From the ink. Yeah, that's a new process. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, that was all explained okay. to us. And that most of what was under the slides was too damaged to identify. Does that seem get any results? This was an ongoing thing. So why did you think there's evidence being held back from all of you? Do you think somebody's hiding something? I've never heard of any kind of a, a murder case that they get rid of any evidence, period. Whether it be FBI, whether yeah. it be anything. And why was we were told at one time that they gave the case to Interlunal County. That never happened. Never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, I, did, I did hear that case her name. That's Robin. Who? Robin Teal. Yeah. That she was supposed to be getting some from the FBI, the fingerprints or whatever. Uh-huh. And that they were going to pursue the DNA thing. Okay. So we never heard any more about well, that. She told me that, see, when Kathy and Joyce, because the times were so close together, and the FBI was responsible for Joyce and Baltimore County was responsible for Kathy, mm-hmm. that there was a joint task force and that they were going to see if they could connect the two. And that gave Robin a foot in the door to be able to look at the FBI files. So That's she right. couldn't copy anything. She couldn't bring anything with her. But she said she was able to look at some things. And I think somebody shared some of that with you. Did she come to your house and yeah. to somebody's yeah. house? and? Yeah, well, that's what we heard. She, they haven't. They're not ignoring you, and they are still. We just saw Gary, and I'd never met him before. He was very open. Do you guys think the two were connected? Which believe it. Yeah. Do you? I definitely believe it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what do you think? It well, could there were, be. Yeah. Yeah. There were two other women. Yes, yeah. Grace Montagna, who was. Do you know where Westport is on the other side of Lakeland? Yeah. On the other side of Lansdowne. Yeah. Okay. And Pam Conyers. And then there was a young man named Danny Crochetti who was over at Our Lady of the could have, could have been connected. Yeah. 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 Where are your heads with all of this? Are you guys like... Frustrated. This has been going on for 40, 50, 40, 40, 50, 40, 49 years. Now. Nobody's ever contacted us until... The keepers. It's and it seemed like after the keepers, it was great. We think that we done it excellent. And there was a little bit of. The other thing that we've heard when we met with the FBI agents, we're sitting here, we don't hear nothing. Nobody tells us mm-hmm. anything. The FBI agents told us that what happened was they come here, they, they got everybody out, was in the bar that they could. Okay. Her boyfriend and anybody that was in that day room at the mm-hmm. time, they interviewed them. They also searched okay. for me, even the rooftops, looking for any her purse or really? wallet oh, or anything. Like somebody could throw it up. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. See, we thought Where they her, did nothing. 
Here her body was found. I understand they put a coffer dam on. They blocked the water. They had her body was found partially in the water. Okay. And in order to go in there for evidence, it was swamped at the time, not anymore. Mm-hmm. They put a coffer dam up and went in there searching for evidence. Couldn't find anything. Now, nobody told us any of this right. when it was going on. So as far as we knew, nothing was being We all got stuck in the same place because when it's a cold case, they don't, like, the information goes one way. They don't tell us anything. Because let's say they told me something that was in the files, and then somebody gets arrested for this. I could be hauled into court. And they could say, Gemma saw the files, so we're throwing this whole thing out. But so I'm just skipping my mind. I don't need to ask you guys. Oh, Joseph Maskell was counseling soldiers that had come back from Vietnam with PTSD and were stationed at Fort Meade. And I always wondered if maybe he could have picked somebody that was, like, pretty out there to do the dirty work. Because I don't want to upset you, so tell me to stop. But apparently Joyce was found the way our American soldiers were trained to kill the Vietnamese. We heard because that. it's fast. With like, Not to interrupt you, but when you have a thought, you don't want to lose it. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm right there with you. No, because Steve uh-huh. said to the FBI about the route. How was it tied? Do you still have anything... So to tie tie not differently, sure. Then I would. I would just I tie a bow tie or something. That's mm-hmm. the way I answer. It's frustrating. It's frustrating as can be because we feel that they're just waiting for us to die off, which is just happening. Yeah, and it'll all go. We'll prevent that. Yeah, it's not going to go away. He's twenty nine. <laughs> we appreciate that somebody's still involved. Yeah. Are yeah. you kidding? Because this is really important to us. And what happens with you guys not being given information was wrong. Oh, and yeah. We, so, we, yeah. We're it, fighting it's for It's a possibility you. that we didn't ask the right questions. I don't, sure. it's, I don't know. And, but, and how often does this happen? Hopefully never. <laughs> and if that is the case where evidence was destroyed many years later, that's not okay. No. And the great thing about a podcast is we have a platform to create change. And so that's something that needs to change. If that's true, it needs to be changed. Yeah, somebody definitely, you know. So we, you totally have our support. We packed up and followed Don and Pat Malecki to the location at Fort Meade, where Joyce's remains were discovered. It takes about 10 minutes today to drive from where her car was discovered to where her remains were found. This area is now protected land. When we arrived at the entrance to the grounds, the gate was closed and locked. So... We waited for a long time, and just by luck, a park ranger passed us on his way home. Pat explained why we were there, and the reason we wanted to visit the location by the river. So the park ranger escorted us onto the property and followed us to where Joyce was found. Even when you got onto the Fort Meade base back then, this area really wasn't a common place to be. This is part of Fort Meade. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. It is a return. Okay, so was there any, okay, Abby and I looked into this. We went down to the central library because we could not find anything online that covered Joyce's death because one of the papers was on strike and the News American that covered it, it's all in microfiche where you have to turn the wheel and look at the articles. And there were a lot of articles and parents, and it was very sad. But was there ever an article that talked about two men that found her that would find the names? Remember anything? No, like I that? don't remember. No, do you? We know that two hunters also found Kathy. Right. We were just talking we're just about, about that. What's it, Al? Yeah. We, yeah. In doing some research, the older one, Count Kathy, is a registered sex offender. And I know. And they were from Middle River, which is where Maskell had his boat. They all went out on the boat with him. And there would have been no reason for them to be all the way over Hellthorpe shooting squirrels and rabbits. Well, as I said, from what the FBI said, the hunters that found Joyce's body were mushroom hunters. They weren't Mm. bang, bang, shoot them up. And I know there's a lot of people that do that. They go around, they go for mushrooms. Don't they take, like, pigs or dogs or something? 
I thought that the newspaper said that they were deer hunters setting up a deer something. Like a deer blind. Well, they, a deer they, blind, that's what the word was. They damn sure wouldn't do it in a reserve. That's, that's what I true. thought was weird. Yeah, when I read that in the newspaper, I was like, why are you in a reserve doing that? That's just like where Sister Kathy was found. That's a residential bush. When you go down yeah. there, the, 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 I didn't the see any squirrels. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think he would hunt that. Like I said, if you go down this gate, right. as you go up the road, there'll be a building on the left. Okay, and it says stop or pass or whatever, but I never did. And immediately after that, it make a left-hand turn. And as you go down the road, maybe a half a mile, and it's all wood, you'll come to a bridge. You stop before the bridge and you look on the other side and look straight down where the river turns. That's where her body was found. Let me ask you this. The files that the FBI has even though they said they destroyed things after 25 years, they told us they have 4,000 pages that an analyst has to go through. And redact and everything, redact. yes. Okay. Now, do you have any indication about anything that's in there? Or that is that the stuff, were they lying? Was it thrown away? No, we heard there was a lot of pages. Somebody said that. But once again, we are completely 100% out of the picture until this came about. We knew. We, now, if somebody had passed some information over to our parents, they did not say anything to us. I was just a snot kid. I'm not. Did you also notice the coincidence that they're saying that this evidence was destroyed in the same period of time the Doe Roe and the Roe and Doe case is happening? There are a lot of hot, hot, we're talking about politicians all the way up to really important people in Baltimore. And they were all taking care of each other. because they Exactly. Were in and it does happen. Caribbean service yeah. with maskless girls. It does happen. Yeah. The detective also shared with us another important detail about if the evidence is being destroyed at that time, there's a lot of question on why would you be destroying it when you could have tested it with DNA that so, wasn't available back then. Right. That was a time in the 90s where DNA was very advanced. We, again, our brother-in-law, he was a policeman. He went to Baltimore City, went to Baltimore County. And he had never heard any like, case like this that you would get rid of evidence ever, ever. Now, if something happens to the building, like it blows up or burns down, now that's something entirely different. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what we've been hearing, and we're questioning everybody. Right <laughs> So are we. And you don't, so. it's sad to say, but you really don't trust anybody, what they're telling you. Now, these young FBI agents, they were at that meeting, they were all going, hello and everything. And we thought, oh boy, oh boy, that we were talking. They said, have you heard nothing or anything? That's right. It's frustrating. Yeah, I believe it. Here comes a car. Probably in foyer leaving. I'll hold the gate. <laughs> I could go talk to him. <laughs> what? What's that all about? No, it has Maryland plates. Look at this all stand. I know this person's <laughs> really What are you doing? Okay, so I need to get into the. Oh, they probably have four of those cameras around here. I couldn't control it. He's no one here now. You think they're quite trying security sounds here? It might be. No? No. Did they ever talk? First of all, who, once these hunters, did they call the police? Did they call the base command? Or what did they do? Do you know? Okay. I can imagine that when they found him, like I said, there's a building up here. Okay. Where you're supposed to stop oh, and yeah, get a pass. Right. Yeah. I'm and sure that's where they went. Oh, and then okay. they notified the army. And then you contact, who contacted you guys? Hey, Pat. How long did it take to get to there? Yeah. This man's being very. No, I was just wondering what bridge. Yeah. We have two bridges. Why do they have to go the contact station? Take a left. That's the old Ford Bridge. Now that's a newer bridge. Because the old bridge, uh, they did. It was an old army bridge, and the bank right there. What a yeah, there's, there's, that's, 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 that
Yeah. Because they couldn't have gone over that old that ended up in the drink but outside that. that. Let's go in. Okay. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Yeah, that area there wasn't as high as it is now. It was low, and she was partially in the water. Body. She had sticks in her hair and dirt and sand on her face. Didn't even clear up. That's something that'll. Stay with me the rest of my life. Now, if you take this road and follow it down, that is the backside of Tipton Airport. And where is Kimbrough from here? It's the base hospital, It's right? a base hospital, but I couldn't tell you. And they handled, did they handle the autopsy, and yes. or was that turned over to? I, that, that I can't tell you. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I know that her body was taken to Kimbrough. Right. And what they did there, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Earlier, you mentioned that mushroom hunters found her. That's what the FBI said. Would they have been mushroom hunting in November, do you think? I have no idea. It was warm that year, and this was just right after Kathy disappeared. So we know it went up to the 60s, so I I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. That's just what the FBI said. Because initially we heard there was just hunters. And then we didn't find out until we went to Rosemary's and met with the FBI agents. They're the ones that said they were mushroom hunters. Is there a road or a trail that goes close to where she was Just found? Was there. That's what they're saying. Here's, yeah. yeah. Where that and stone. Did you notice on the old road? All beat up. Yeah. After, yeah. You, yeah. after you made your left. And then all of a sudden, road. You where that stone is, Gemma? That's where the old road was. Plumbers in here? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. 
And maybe it was September and grew white. Okay. So maybe it was. I don't know where mushrooms came from, but. Yeah. What about mushroom hunt? Would they have mushroom hunted in November? I know there are people come in and they go after all the fiddlehead. Fiddlehead ferns. We've had people come in and get them to taste and they're going to sell them at their restaurant. What are those things? Fiddlehead ferns. Sell them at the restaurant. They look real prehistoric. I think they look the same as they did. But I don't think there's a, they're in a lot. I've always thought that got to be growing pot out. <laughs> but we have a guy doing a herbarium and he's done a comprehensive plant survey of every plant on the rent. He's got 4,000 specimens. Really? And he's never found pot. Wow. And now that it's legal, kind of. <laughs> Are you a ranger? How long have you worked here? Nine years. I used you, to work in Florida. Oh. It was better change. Florida's really? the same day every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like season. Yeah. And now all the Snow. retired people are look real little oh. in those big cars. Who have the seasons? Spring. Fall. Fall great. Do you know about this case? Have you heard about it? No. Harry Hoover here was a lot lower because they actually put a coffer thing out. <laughs> And pump the water out in order to go in and look for any kind of evidence. Right. Uh, I don't know how, how they managed to do that. They said that was the old bridge that she found over there. I'm surprised someone that just didn't drive across the bridge didn't see her. Oh, no, this wasn't driving. No, this was training for tanks. And a tank ran down this way further. And she was found the next day. Right. Hey, man, and not like Sister Kathy. Yeah. Sister Kathy stayed there for a while. Right, until January. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this wasn't like this. This bridge wasn't here. <laughs> That's what he was just explaining to us, giving us what's going on. And you can see old bridge right. 49 years ago. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done